Aleluia. We, two weeks ago, I started a series of messages, the Holy Spirit. And today we are going to have our third message. Have you been blessed by this message? Well, I know if you get this message into your heart, you are going to be greatly blessed. And before I start the message of today, I want to go over some points from the previous message. Just to remember you. And the last message was lifeless monuments. As you know, we are living the last days. And God's promise for the last days is a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And revival in the midst of darkness. Acts, the book of Acts 2.17 says, In the last days, God says, I will pour out my Spirit on all people. This is the promise of God for the last days. And, but before God brings bring revival to our church and to our ministry, He will bring revival to you. Because He wants to wake up you. Remember that church members with no relationship with the Holy Spirit are just religious dead monuments and Christianity without the Holy Spirit is a corpse everything that Jesus did on this earth was through the Holy Spirit he was conceived by the Holy Spirit he was led guided, he was empowered Jesus offered himself for our sins through the Holy Spirit, he was raised from death by the Holy Spirit. Wow, you are you, you can see the Holy Spirit working in Jesus' life in every moment of Jesus' life. And before he died, also he said, I'm leaving, I'm going to the Father, but I'm not to leave you orphans. I'm going. I'm going, but I am sending the Helper, the Holy Spirit. Or the Holy Spirit is the one who brings life and revival. And without this fellowship with the Holy Spirit, we are just dead monuments. And there is no life in us. Without the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we are going to be just entertainers remember that talent and entertainment cannot save lost lives talent cannot deliver people from demons it does not heal diseases it cannot restore marriages this can only be activated through the anointing and relationship with the Holy Spirit and, and this is what happened with the disciples. When they received the power of the Holy Spirit upon their lives, 
they were transformed and they make history not with Jesus physically but they made history with the Holy Spirit and today today's message is fellowship with the Holy Spirit wow and I want to talk about this fellowship or this communion with the Holy Spirit and as you know many Christians they are in church but they have no fellowship with the Holy Spirit and I want to read some verse from the Bible right now now I want you to read the verse the last book of Corinthians the last chapter and the last verse okay or 2 Corinthians 13 14 that says may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you I'm going to read again. May the grace of the Lord Jesus first, the love of God second, and the fellowship with the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let's read also the book of Genesis, the first book of, in the Bible. Genesis 1 from verse 1 to 3. That says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. The earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God or the Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. My beloved brothers and sisters. If you read this book, you are going to see, since the beginning, the creation, the Holy Spirit was there. When Father was creating, he, he and Jesus, and the Holy Spirit was there. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters. And He came on it when it was dark. But the Holy Spirit only moved when there was light. Right? He was there over the waters. Over the earth. But he didn't move until God said, be light. Or both Christians and unbelievers have the Holy Spirit with them both every person who does doesn't know the Lord have the Holy Spirit and also the Holy Spirit is the one who is who convince and convict us from our sins according to the Bible John 16 verse 8 and th this Holy Spirit he was in the past, in the creation, and also he is moving today in this dark world. And also you are going to remember that Jesus, 
said, told to his disciples in John 14, verse 17. Jesus said, The Spirit is with you, but he will be in you. Okay? Because Jesus breathed the Holy Spirit over the disciples. But he said, The Holy Spirit will be in you in the future. And let's read Luke 24, verse 49. That says, I will send the Holy Spirit just as my Father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. Or... Jesus said, you are going to stay here. You are not going to go preaching the gospel. You are going to stay and wait for this promise. The Holy Spirit. And you remember that they were all together in the book of Acts chapter 2. When the Holy Spirit came upon them. And they were filled, baptized, spoke in tongues. And they were full of the power then. They started preaching the gospel in a very powerful way. What does that mean? People who don't know God, the Holy Spirit always around is around every person, even unbelievers. Just like he was in the dark when the earth was formless and empty okay but the Holy Spirit he waits for the light who is the light Jesus is the light of the world and the Holy Spirit waits for Christ to be accepted and once he is accepted the Holy Spirit goes to work in the same way that was in the beginning the Holy Spirit is moving among all the people because he is convincing the people from their sins and the Holy Spirit came and started to move because the light came when Jesus came into my life, the Holy Spirit started moving and started to do something that is supernatural and impossible. Or He goes from being with you to living in you. He goes from being to you or being with you to live in you or inside you. He begins to have a relationship with you. The Holy, the Holy Spirit wants to come, rest, live, dwell, operate through you. Not because you are good, but because Christ died at the cross. And I want you to read that verse again. 2 Corinthians 13, verse 14. 
says, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let's break this down just for you to get better. Before, before there can be communion or fellowship, there must be grace and love. And let's talk about the grace. The grace of the Lord Jesus. Jesus has grace to offer. Abundant and amazing grace. He gives us grace. But grace is not one excuse to sin, my brothers. It's a power that allows us to overcome sin. Because some Christians, they are living a sinful life. And they are claiming, I am living by grace. No. The grace of Jesus is what empowers you to live a life that's going to glorify Jesus Christ. It's not one excuse to sin. But to live a life that's going to glorify Jesus Christ. And whoever the grace of Jesus is not mercy. Mercy keeps me away from what I deserve. Okay? His mercy keeps me away from what I deserve. Hell. And grace gives me what I don't deserve. His kingdom and salvation. Many Christians have not embraced grace. And they don't know the grace of God. Because their prayers and expectation is only at the level of mercy. Sometimes I can see people praying. Their life is just in the level of mercy. Oh Lord, have mercy on me. But they do not know the grace of God. They are just in the level of mercy. Have mercy on me. I am a sinner. But Jesus has more than mercy for you. Or His grace for, is for you. And his, his great is what you do not deserve it. It's a credit into your account. Jesus gave us grace. Okay? Because the Bible says, The grace of the Lord Jesus, The love of the Father, And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Or right, Jesus gave us grace but also the father says I have also a gift for you Jesus has have grace but the father says I have also something for you and what God the father have for us the love of God wow we have the grace of Jesus but we have the love of God 
John 3.16 For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. He, he not just loved, but so loved us. When you read, you are going to see, for God not just loved, He so loved us. He so loved us even before you became a Christian. Before you surrendered, He so loved you already. Can you imagine how much He loves me now that I am His child? He loved me, he loved me you and loved you when we were sinners. Can you imagine now that we are child of God? <laughs> The love of God is the foundation for everything. And because He loved us, He sent Jesus to save us. The third part of this verse says, And the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Or Jesus said, I'm going to give you grace. But the Father said, I'm going to give you love. But also the Holy Spirit said, I still have something to I have another gift to you. Or the grace is the, is the gift of Jesus. The love is the gift of the Father. And the Holy Spirit has communion and fellowship. And you need to understand, my beloved brothers and sisters, fellowship is different from prayer. Prayer is when you, you ask. Prayer is when you create supplication. Intercession, when you bring thanksgiving, praise and worship. Fellowship is different. Fellowship is always done among friends. Fellowship is not when one person talks and talks and the other listens. This is not fellowship. If you just speak speak and he cannot talk back you are not in fellowship sorry I'm going to repeat again if you if you, you just you speak and he cannot talk back it's not fellowship I'm not talking about praying to the Holy Spirit no the Bible don't talk in this way. Because we pray to the Father in Jesus' name. And this is prayer. You talk to the Father in Jesus' name. And this is what is prayer. But the Bible says that we have fellowship. 
with the Holy Spirit. Wow. I never pray to the Holy Spirit. I pray to God in Jesus' name, but I talk to the Holy Spirit. I have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I have communion with the Holy Spirit. Actually, the Bible says the Holy Spirit will help us to pray. Yes. He helps us to pray. And He helps us to worship Jesus. Because the Bible says the Holy Spirit is not going to talk about Himself. But He's going to lead us to the Father and to worship Jesus. And you should have fellowship and talk with the Holy Spirit. Amen. You should have fellowship and talk with the Holy Spirit. You can change your life as you have communion with the Holy Spirit. We actually can talk to the Holy Spirit every day. How can you have fellowship if just one person is talking? It is not possible. The Bible says for us, and the fellowship with the Holy Spirit be with you all. But how can we have fellowship if just one talking? One person. No way. Then, my brothers, the Holy Spirit has a gift for you. And it's not only the gift of tongues. Normally people just think about the gift of tongues. This is important. But more than that. Not just the gift of power to drive out demons. Okay, this is good, but it's not for that or miracles. It's a gift of relationship, fellowship, communion. Let's, let's watch this verse again, please. Now I, I'm going to read it again. But this verse, very carefully. Once again, let's go. The grace of the Lord Jesus and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. I have some questions. You will have what with who? What does it say? Fellowship with who? With you all. You all. Or stopping disqualifying yourself because you don't have a ministry. Or the Holy Spirit has a gift for all of us. Or this fellowship is for you all. But many people think, no, the pastor needs to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Or some people who are in the ministry or doing something in the church, they need to have. But it's not what is written. And the fellowship with the Holy Spirit be with you. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. 
you don't disqualify yourself from the grace because you don't have a ministry, right? You don't disqualify yourself from the grace of God. Because you are always saying, I need your grace. I need your grace, Jesus. Then you do not disqualify yourself because you don't have a ministry. Also, you don't disqualify yourself from the love of God because you are not a preacher or a pastor or a life group leader. No. Yet, somehow, the relationship with the Holy Spirit is neglected. But the Bible says, relationship with the Holy Spirit is for all of us. Amen? If you can, if you are at home, look at you, the, pe the people beside you and say, the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, it's for all of you. Amen? If you have fellowship with Him, He can help you in any circumstance. Because the Bible says He is our helper or our counselor. <laughs> My brothers, years ago, I was manager of a company. And there were plenty of times when I was in trouble. And I didn't know what to do or what decision to take. When I, I found myself in doubts or I had some troubles. I didn't know what to do. I remember many times I had, I was, I had to take a decision. I didn't know what decision should I take. Many times I said, please. Holy Spirit, what should I do? And I received from Him the answers. And many times, I, He would give me the answer. Also, I experienced many miracles. If you belong to this church, I think, and if you know me as a pastor, always I am talking some experience that I had with the Holy Spirit as a result of this fellowship with the Holy Spirit. But in the beginning of my spiritual life, it was not like that. Because I didn't have this fellowship. But then I had a great experience with the Holy Spirit. And from that time, I started developing this, this communion, this fellowship and this friendship and this fellowship is for all of us like even I experienced many miracles even I lost things like a wallet and documents and I have asked him to the Holy Spirit I spoke please reveal to me where it is I have many experiences. I remember one day I was at home and I lost one document and I, and, I, and I just stopped and I said, Holy Spirit, you know where this document is. Please show me. Suddenly, I saw like one movie 
In this movie, I saw one book. I saw the name of the book. And I saw the document inside of this book. He showed me. Then I started, oh, I know what book is it. Then I started trying to find where was that book. When I found that book, I got it and I opened. And the document was there. I have many experience with him. And this fellowship is for all of us. For you all. Amen. And the communion or the fellowship with the Holy Spirit is what changes everything. Many knows, know about grace and love. But very few Christians practice communion with the Holy Spirit. Many Christians, they know about grace. About the love of God. But not, don't have this fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Remember, my brothers, the previous message that I gave. The Holy Spirit is God. He's a person. He's not a power. He's not wind. He's not fire. He's not dove. He's a person. He speaks. He has his own will. He gives direction. And he is the only one from Trinity. Who, who is on earth today. And he lives in you. Our Jesus said. I am going to the Father. But I am going to send you the Holy Spirit. And he will be with you. Jesus. Is now at the right hand of God. He's not here on earth. But is the Holy Spirit. My brothers. Can you imagine this book? The Bible says was was written by some people, men of God, but they were inspired by the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine? He inspired all these all these scriptures is is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine if you have a fellowship with the person who wrote all the Bible? This is the reason when you are going to to read the Bible. Always I pray, Holy Spirit, please talk to me right now. Because he is the author, the author of the Bible. He wrote this book. Can you imagine if you start talking to him? Then you are going to receive revelation. I know what I am preaching here. You are not going to listen to many churches. Because many people, they do not have or do not understand or they didn't have this revelation. But if you have this fellowship... Remember, fellowship is not just you speaking or one person speaking. Both. I was with my brother, Erica's yesterday. And we had fellowship. Yes, I was discipling him, teaching him. But I was speaking and he was speaking. And we had fellowship. But 
This is fellowship. It's not just, and some people, they go to their bedroom, they speak, 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 for one hour. This is sorry. This is prayer. You are praying to the Father in Jesus' name, but this is not fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Also, my brothers, I have another example. I have two nephews living with me, living in my house with me. <laughs> Hanyo and Emmanuel. They physically live with me, both. But there are some days of the week I don't talk to them. I don't talk to them. Not because I don't love them. Of course not. It's because I have a such busy life. I, I wake up at 5.30 in the morning. And they are still asleep. I return home. And they are studying. They are at school. So we don't see each other. Or sometimes we don't talk even though we live in the same house we are living in the same house but we don't talk to each other because I have sometimes busy life my brother this is the same about the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit lives inside of you the Holy Spirit you are his, his house but you are so busy no time to talk. Okay, you run, go there, there. Okay. He's there. We are not like, like, like myself and my, nep my nephews. We are not enemies. We are friends. We love each other. But we have no relationship. Because of our busy life. And sometimes this is our relationship with the Holy Spirit. Legally, He lives in us. We are not enemies. We like each other. Yes. Don't you love the Holy Spirit? Yes, I love. You receive the Holy Spirit in your life, but you have no communion, no fellowship with Him. Did you get the point? He lives inside of you, but you have no fellowship. And also, he waits to be wanted. He longs to be welcomed. He needs to be hosted. Many people invite the Holy Spirit, but few know how to host him. Few people. I am pastor for 20 years and I know what I'm talking about. Few people have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And to start fellowship with the Holy Spirit, we must first see Him as a person. This is important. For you to start this fellowship with Him, you must first see Him as a person. If you want to walk in the Holy Spirit, start by talking to the Holy Spirit. Because you just talk to a person. 
You don't talk to a wind, a dove, oil, or fire. You just talk to a person. And remember that the Apostle Paul said for us, don't grieve the Holy Spirit who lives in you. Because he's a person. Through the day, my brothers, welcome him every morning. As soon as you wake up, say, oh, Holy Spirit, good morning. How are you? Wow, be with me. Or start talking to him. Worship him. You should not feel guilty for not spending time with the Holy Spirit. But you should feel thirsty. Because he wants relationship, not rules. My brothers, when I don't have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, I don't feel guilty. But I feel thirsty. I miss him. I said, I need to talk to him. I need to be near to him. This is how I feel. Because we have a relationship, not rules. When I stay one day, like away, like in a busy life, I say, wow, I am thirsty. I need, I need more of you. When, when you fellowship with the Holy Spirit, start by developing one awareness. Please, listen. When you, when you fellowship with the Holy Spirit, start by developing one awareness of the fact that He is with you. Okay? Then turn your attention to Him. And then lift your heart with affection towards Him. This should be our fellowship. The Holy Spirit is hosted by surrender. All Christians have the same Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit does not have all Christians the same way. Every Christian has the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit does not have every Christian. Even Christian has relationship with the Holy Spirit, but not everyone has intimacy with the Holy Spirit. This is different. In relationship and intimacy. We receive the Holy Spirit when we were saved, and the Holy Spirit get us by surrender. Did you get? You received Him when you get saved. But the Holy Spirit gets you by surrender. You need to give yourself. You need to surrender. You need to spend time. Intimacy requires time. And Galatians 5, 16, 16 says, Walk in the Spirit, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Here's the key. If you are fighting against sin in your life, 
Here is the key. It's the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, my brother and sisters. The Bible says, walk in the Spirit, you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Or the Bible says that you must walk in the Spirit. Or your physical birth gives you legs. By walking require practice, mentors, and time. And salvation gives you the Holy Spirit. But walking with Him requires time, practice, and mentors. When you burn physically, years ago, I know you had two legs, right? But you didn't know how to walk. When you born, you had the legs, but you didn't know how to use it. Or did you get out of your mom and start running and say, oh, no, no, of course not. But with the time, you start using your legs. Someone helped you. This is the reason you, have, you need to be subject to your lead, your pastors, to your cell meetings leader or to your pastor, someone that's going to help you, your spiritual father that's going to help you to walk because we need that but in the salvation we receive the Holy Spirit but we need to, to, to learn or we need to take time or practice and help with someone in order for us to walk. And the Bible says for us to walk in the Spirit. My brothers, of course. When I, when I received the Holy Spirit, I didn't start walking. I started crawling. Or, but with time, then I learned. And you should do the same. And also to walk in the Holy Spirit. Keep that in mind. To walk in the, the Holy Spirit, you need to talk to the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is not a force, but a friend. <laughs> and you just talk to a friend. I can guarantee the Holy Spirit is my best friend. He's not a force. He's a friend. He's not tongues. He's not fire. Dove, oil, manifestation. But a person that lives inside of you. And as a person he can be grieved. And also the Bible warns us. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. To walk in the Spirit. You need to talk with the Holy Spirit. And when I talk. I will not fulfill. The lust of the flesh. In this relationship. I'm not going to fulfill. The only way for you to overcome sin. Is walking in the spirit my brothers. The only way. I tried. To do many things. And didn't work. But just walk in the spirit. When I walk in the Spirit, fruit is developed as a result of intimacy. 
I'm going to say again, when I walk with Him, when I have fellowship, communion, fellowship, fruit is developed as a result of this intimacy. Let's read Galatians 5, 22, 23, and 25. Let's read. So 22 says, But the Holy Spirit produce this kind of fruits in our life. The Holy Spirit produce this kind of fruit in our life. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And there is no law against these things. 23rd. Love, patience, Love, patience, joy, peace, kindness, gentle self-control is developed in your life as you have fellowship, communion with the Holy Spirit. And, sorry, in 25, sorry, 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 25, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. If I live in the Spirit, let us also to walk. My brothers, all this fruit, love, patience, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, self-control, is developed in your life as you have a relationship with this person, with the person of the Holy Spirit. When you develop this fellowship, you walk in the Spirit and is developed all this fruit in your life naturally naturally when we born again we became the temple of the Holy Spirit Paul the apostle said let's read 1 Corinthians 6 19 1 Corinthians 6 19 20 or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Wow. Whom you have from God. And you are not your own. For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body. And in your spirit. Which are God's. Or the Bible says, my brother, the Holy Spirit address is your location. Or the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. In fact, your own body became, becomes His house. Wow. When Jesus saves us, He prepares a place for us in heaven. But also. Also Jesus says to the Holy Spirit. I got you a room in their hearts. <laughs> when Jesus saves us. He prepares a place for us in heaven. But now. Jesus said now Holy Spirit. Do you have a place inside of their hearts? Salvation doesn't only get me a place in heaven. Salvation makes me a place 
for the Holy Spirit. I become his house through salvation. And Jesus is not looking to get me to heaven. He's looking to bring Holy Spirit inside. Holy Spirit is looking for a body. Did you know? Holy Spirit is looking for someone to live in, to inhabit, and to have fellowship. He's looking for her. Salvation makes you a place for the Holy Spirit. And you are His temple. His house. And you can live in the same house, but not in intimacy relationship. You can live in the same house with someone, but not with intimacy. Our life... Our life, my life, your life is, is like one old house that has many things to be fixed. Is there many things in your house to be fixed? Yes. I have many things in my house that is very old to be fixed. And, and, and He, the Holy Spirit, is the only one who can help you to fix your life. For example... He can fix your mouth. Maybe we speak bad words or gossip about others' life. And you have a problem with your mouth. The Holy Spirit can fix it. He can help you with impatience. I know many people that have no patience or they are impatient. And you fight with others, you get angry easily. Hmm. The Holy Spirit can help you. Some of you have physical problems. And He can help you to be... Because first He loves you. And He is for you. And He knows your soul, your body, your mind. And your spirit, spirit inside out. He knows everything. Things that you don't know how to fix in your life. Things that are broken and you are already consulted like counselors. You have confessed your mistakes, but you are still broken. You are confessing your sins, sins, but no, you, don't, you cannot fix your life. When you have a relationship, fellowship with Him, I can assure you, He can change you and heal you and to transform you. The Holy Spirit knows you because He built you. And He will help you to restore you. He will help rebuild you. And He will be with you until the very end. Amen. Jesus said, you are not going to be alone or orphans. I'm going to send you the helper. <laughs> He's going to help you. That is the relationship. That, that is His relationship with you. What transforms us is our communion with the Holy Spirit. This is what can transform us. 
I don't believe in transformation of people without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit belongs to you, my brother and sister. The same way grace belongs to you. The same way love belongs to you. Please do not ever disqualify yourself because you are so special to God. Don't disqualify yourself. You are so dear to God. He loves you so much. He's giving you His amazing grace. He's giving you His great love. And the Holy Spirit is giving you the gift of friendship, fellowship, communion. And walking with you through your life. And He wants to live with you. And He wants to help you. Amen. He want, would you like to improve your relationship with Him? The only thing you need to do is you need to be thirsty for Him. You need to cry out. You need to seek Him. You need to be thirsty for Him. The Bible says for us not to be drunk with wine, but to fill ourselves with the Holy Spirit. Please cry out and say, Holy Spirit, I need you. Start this fellowship with a hand. I want to pray for you. Please close your eyes if you can right now. Close your eyes and place your hand in your heart and repeat this prayer out loud, please. And say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for all my sins. And that you are the Son of God. I repent of my sin. I place my trust in what you did at that cross. And I receive your gift of grace. I receive the gift of your love. And I receive the gift of relationship. Wash me clean. Set me free. And fill me with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody say, Amen. And Amen. May the, the grace of the Lord Jesus... The love of the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all forever. Amen and amen. God bless you. See you next week with the next message about the Holy Spirit.